Hey, howdy. Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Tyler Robinson. Thanks for joining me as we talk with folks from all walks of life. Students, other teachers, my family, my friends. We delve into what it means to be human. Hey, howdy. Welcome back to the podcast. It's been a minute, but Mr. Rob is back. I'm back, baby. And I'm joined here by two returning Chamawa students on the day before we head back home for Christmas break. I'm joined with uh, Jonathan R. Good Beans and Daniel Dan the Man Honeyumptawa. What an amazing intro, all I got to say. Yeah, I like the instrumental in the in the background. Yeah, man. So, um, Dan and Beans, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, thank you for having me here. Yeah, it's thanks really, for it's a really a pleasure. Yeah, yeah, it's good to have you guys. It's good to be back on the pod. I know Beans, you've been waiting for this for a while. Yeah, I've been I've been asking because I heard about it, and you know, I kind of got actually curious, you know, to see what was going on and hear about it, and I'm finally here. You know, it's really nice. And I know Dan's just doing it for the views on his YouTube channel. <laughs> right, Dan? Yes. Uh, where have you heard about my channel at, though? You. You told me about it when you first oh. came back to school. It just He just plugs his channel every time. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's going great. You know, 484 subscribers in at least three months. But the first month, I uh, gained under 27, under 27 days 300, and that's a big blessing. But... Since I came back to Chamawa, I've been slacking. But once I come back, I mean, once I go back tomorrow, winter break, and come back, I promise y'all I have around 600. Yeah, winter break's tomorrow. It's uh, really nice to, uh, you know, go back home and see some family for a bit and have a little chat and eat some dinners and have some fry bread. <laughs> I, uh, me, I guess you could say I do plan on hanging out with everybody when I get home. And... Um, a lot of family time and a, and somewhat of skating with homies too, and just, you know hanging out with everyone, trying to make much memory as possible. Yeah, that's great. So what I usually talk about on the podcast with students is kind of how they ended up at Chamawa. That's a question that I'm always curious to ask students. So if you want to give yourself, we'll let Beans go first here. Beans, if you want to just tell us where you're from and how you ended up at Chamawa. Well, I am from San Carlos, Arizona. Um, the land of no snow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, it snows there. It snows there hardly. but Snow truthers on the podcast. <laughs> I didn't realize this was going to be controversial. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, I'm from this town called San Carlos. It's like two hours east of Phoenix, Arizona, which is... Um, a really long drive, you could say. It's like about a, almost about a hundred miles from Phoenix, but yeah, it's like a little reservation. I I found out about Chamal uh, through my mom, but I'll get a little more into that. But um, yeah, my name is John. Everyone here calls me Beans. The story the behind that I could tell later, and I am seventeen right now. Um, we. Uh, currently, I am currently a senior. It's crazy how 
uh, time flies because when I came here, I was just a freshman and it just flew by really fast. Like I didn't believe it in my eyes. <laughs> it was really weird when Beans came back to school because when he left a couple of years ago, he was probably not exaggerating about six in- six inches shorter. <laughs> I was like, who is this kid? I just came back tall. I just came back all tall. <laughs> yeah, man. And Daniel, why don't you introduce yourself? Where are you from and how did you hear about Chamel? Well, before I start, to whomever is listening, I hope you subscribe to my channel. It's called Daniel, a.k.a. Mr. D. Dan- I repeat, Daniel, a.k.a. Mr. D. But um, my name is Daniel Hanintua, Daniel H., a.k.a. Mr. D. Um, I'm half hope. I'm full Native American. I'm half Hopi and half Pima. I'm enrolled in with the Hilla River tribe. And um, my, P- my Hopi side, it's in their mesa up in the west in a village called Bonkavi. That's where I'm from. And why I attended to Chamao was I heard about it, and I really want to try something new with that. And one of my aunties, or two of my aunties, were Valvatoran, but they went to Sherman High School. And that's my goal, too. But if I don't make I don't want to talk about the negativity. But, Rob, I heard you're a Valvatoran, though. That's true. That is a fact. Oh, fun fact about me, too. My birthday is on St. Patrick's Day, and I'm a lucky charm. Hey, how about that? Wow. Also, I'm also a senior, too, with John Goody. <laughs> so you guys are getting ready to graduate, hopefully, in the springtime. Oh, yeah, yeah. We have a, like, a, we have a lot to do when we come back. Um, you know, break is just to have a little break from all the work we've been doing throughout the past. I mean, for me, I've been... I've been, uh, throughout this whole pandemic, been really slacking a little, little bit of work because of the Wi-Fi and, you know, the, the computer's not very working out well. So I guess you could say it's been kind of hard. And, you know, Daniel, then I Daniel came back <laughs> and I came back, I turned in all my work. I made up all the work I couldn't, I, or made up all the work I couldn't turn in all over the computer on paper and got my grade up and tried anything in any possible way to get my grade up, and I ended up passing all of my classes. So what was it like doing school online for you all last year? I mean, you kind of alluded to it. It was a struggle for me. I took it very seriously, and I passed with straight A's, but one in the class with B's. But other than that, it wasn't hard for me, but I know it was hard for others. But I, I like it, but the thing I didn't like was seeing kids in public. You didn't like seeing kids in public? No. That's why I didn't like was not seeing kids in oh, public. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. You missed all your classmates. Yes. God, I'm tracking with you now. What about for you, Beans? Well, for me, it was actually kind of a struggle because, you know, there was a lot of things going on with the household. You know, there's people that stay there with me. I wasn't just the only one. Um, you know, I had some, fam- had some families there with me, my little brother. You know, a lot of people on the Wi-Fi. It's like normal, and you know it's kind of hard to do some work and attend the Zoom meetings. But yeah, I, I would, I will do, I do do the work, and I turn it in to see where that gets me. And <laughs> uh, we're not gonna ignore that. I do turn in the work, and I do see where my grades are at. And you know, if it's something, if something, if any subject I'm failing, you know, I, I turn in. I'd see if I can make up the work real quick and turn it in. And or either that I could ask the teacher if they could give me a little bit more time to do the work. If not, then um, I try to do. It, that. it seems like 
Yeah, well, my experience has been with students that the online game was a real struggle, even for students who are normally, you know, really good, good students. But what I've been impressed by, uh, I don't have Daniel in class this year, but uh, by Beans, because Beans was in my class last year during the COVID year, the full COVID year. Yeah. Didn't work out too well for him (laughs) overall, I don't think. Uh, for the reasons that he indicated. But this year, Beans was in my class again, the start of the year. And uh, he had like a 0% when he got back on campus, but he really busted his tail end to get those assignments made up and was always turning in work and staying on task in class. So I really appreciated about that. How, I mean, about, how well, about me? I had you last year. Yeah, Danielson. He was in my class last year. He did really Chem- well. Chemistry. Yeah, past chemistry online. <laughs> Makes him like a marine of chemistry, a chemistry marine. Yes. The few, the proud that chemistry highly, passers. Highly tip to pass, or you want to pass your grade is talk to the teacher, because that's what I did with Miss Rob, and I passed with a B, and he knew that I was trying for an A, and he helped me understand the work after school. That was only first trimester, though. Tell him what you got second and third trimester. I kept it with the A. Kept it up with the A. So all the way constant through. improvement over the year from Dan. It's all about consistent, and it's all about Staying up all night and doing it. <laughs> oh, hold on. Let me rephrase that. It's, just, it's about Are we time. talking about schoolwork, Dan? Yes, we're <laughs> yeah, talking about schoolwork. <laughs> just get it done because most kids, this is me. When teachers hand me homework, I get it done right away instead of worrying about it at the last minute. That's what all students do. And that's my highly tip to do for you or whomever is listening is once the teacher gives you an assignment, get it done already because trust me, in the long run, it's really going to help and that's what... I'm a straight-A student because of that. So what you're saying is it's better to get it done in class instead of doing it at home and staying up late? I mean, if you have other work to do, do whatever is point first that you need to get done. Gotcha. That's good advice, yeah. I think a lot of students, the classic excuse I always hear is, Rob, I'll do it during study hour. That's <laughs> like, bet. Not a student ever has done it during study hour. yeah. Study hour, I mean, whatever that means. I mean, most of my time. I mean, since I've been here in October, uh, I say that a lot, and then I actually do it instead of you know waiting around. People will be in the dorm coming in and be like, "Oh, what are you doing?" Um, I'm just like looking at the book, like looking back and cap, forth, trying to cap. Get. How many times did you learn the hard way that lesson, though, Beans? Uh, a lot. Yeah, that's not most students, right? <laughs> Now I know. I mean, now I'm turning in my working class, which is really good. It's and, really good, yeah. Um, I mean, it's really easier than doing it later on and mm-hmm. struggling at the last minute. <laughs> yeah. So one other question I like to ask students is uh, favorite memory from Chamawa so far. If you just one short story, one short memory, favorite. Uh, I would say me have to. Uh, uh, so, you know, they were announcing the student studio of the month and, you know, they were like, the student of the month goes to, and then they, then they tell you, but then some student interrupted and said, Riley Spotterbear. And then that made me, that made everyone laugh. And it was so funny. Like at the moment, everyone just died and everyone just laughed there. When was they, there an actual student named Riley Spottedbear? Yeah. He, he's, he came here like my freshman year and um, I think he left, but I don't know if he ever came back. All right. I guess that's one of those stories where you had to be there. <laughs> Thanks for sharing that, Beans. What about you, Dan? I honestly, 
don't have a quite favorite me- uh, favorite memory of Chamao. I had to look at my Snapchat memories to open my mind. Probably freshman year when he was in Mr. Rob's orientation group going out <laughs> to the challenge course. That was probably Daniel's favorite memory. <laughs> sure. I'll give you props to that. Mad props to it's Mr. Rob. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, so you guys are looking forward to graduation. What's next in the pipeline? Assuming you can, you know, get your credits all wrapped up and get out of here. Um, next in the, yeah, yeah, just basically focusing on credits for for me and um, do well on those tests they give us. You know mm-hmm. that the college look into the ACTs. Yeah, just have like very confident in it and not very. Uh, just don't think about the negative stuff and, you know, be confident a lot. And um, I think after high school, I do plan on trying out uh, culinary and going pro or am for skating. Skater die! <laughs> yeah, because I really like skating and it takes a lot and it takes, it's like an outlet for me, I could say. And it's... Really, how it's been really helpful for me on stressful days. You know, when I have some stuff to stuff that I don't want to worry about or stuff on my mind, and some you know some things been said, and you know it, it really helps me uh, ignore and just you know it takes a you know it, it just takes you away from reality for a bit. Gives you something else to focus on. Yeah. Now I heard that you were connected with some skate company that was from AZ. Is that true? Um. Well, I was. Yeah. I. Actually, you know, at, th- at this time, uh, I got onto a team. Actually, it's oh. from a it's from a sh- little town called Safford, Arizona. The skate shop is called Chicharrones. Chicharrones. It's a really nice skate shop. Cool. I, I go to AZ Meals. I do recommend. Um, yeah, I've, I've been skating for a while actually, and they, you know, he saw me, and you know, he asked me. And then from that moment on out, he he's like, "Yo, do you want to ride for our, do you want to ride for our shop?" And he's like, "You know, you can keep skating too." And I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "I I, I I'd be really honored." And it's crazy. And now here I am today. When I go back tomorrow, or either probably I'd say Sunday, I could go over there and he'd be like, "Oh, hey, what's up?" And he'd probably give a board because you know I haven't seen them in a while actually because I've been out here in school mm-hmm. and you know education and I told him about it and he's like yeah man like education is important and super important graduating and then after that you can do whatever you want to do after high school that's right what about you Daniel son what are you thinking about doing after high school Of course, attended college for your college, and one of my options is GCU in Arizona. But maybe my family wants me to go to college out of out of state. But so looking forward to that. Why would your family want you to go out of college? What what was that? Say more about that. Out of state. They want me to go out of state because they want me to experience the world. They want me to. How to feel to live on my own? How to? They're just trying to get me prepared. That's mm-hmm. how I see it. They didn't tell me that, but that's how I see that's it. That's how you interpreted what they were saying. Yes. But GCU is your top choice right now. GCU is my top choice. Yeah. Yes. Not Oregon State. No. Not George Fox University, my alma mater. I will probably not go to college in Oregon. I don't. Dan, have you know what? I'm about ready to shut this <laughs> podcast off. <laughs> 
after all Oregon's done for you, just turn around and leave it. Come on, Dan. Don't do us like that. I mean, I've been to the um, Oregon College. They took us there. It's not bad at all, but they're pretty tall, tall people. I saw this woman. She's like, damn, eight feet tall. I just, damn, she's like two figures of me. Like, Says the Hopi. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't blame the Hopis. We're the peaceful little pe- people, little ones. Is that what that means? Yeah, Hopi means stands for peaceful little ones. Hey, there you go. You learned something new. I didn't know that. Learned that in uh, I always class. just call them little Hopi Bruins. Uh, have you tried the Hopi, uh, Hopi cookies? I have not tried the Hopi cookies. Mm. I've tried to put my hair in Hopi buns before. <laughs> How did it go? Not well. I don't know. I can probably see a little bit, Rob, just in the mirror. Trying Mr. Robinson, you look like Princess Leia with a beard. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, I got a question for you. Okay, hit me with it. You got any, give us a tip for me and Goody for like in our 20s, something that we should do. Oh, tip for you in your 20s. Okay. Wow. Well, I think my advice to both of you guys is, you know, similar to the advice that I gave when I was coaching basketball. Really, you know, you can break life down into three, three things. If you can do these three things really well, you're going to be successful. Commitment, discipline, and hard work. If you can do those th- three things really well, you're, you're going to do well. So whatever it is you do, whether it's going to four-year college or culinary school or whatever just make a commitment to doing it really well and then just work hard and be disciplined to do the things you know you need to do to be successful and judging by how both of you have handled the last couple years of high school you guys have learned a little bit more of that discipline that self-control to be like yeah you know i could hang out with my homies i could dink around in class but you know i really just need to be disciplined to work hard to get this work done i mean just saying though they're always going to be there when, like, you're done with your work. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's not to say that you should just work all the time, right? Because Mr. Robinson still has fun. <laughs> you know, spending time with the family and friends from church and things like that. But but whatever, when you're working, you just got to be, you know, working and really, really make a go of it. That would be kind of just <laughs> in general advice that I'd have for you guys. Let me ask you a question, actually. I'm pretty sure you got this a lot. Um um, for you to be a teacher at Chamal, teaching Native students, how do you feel about it, and how long do you plan on working here? Um, what do you mean by how do I feel about it? Um, how do you feel about you know new students coming in, uh, different tribes, learning yeah. learning something new? Um, you know, yeah, it's a Native school, and you know some people will think, oh, like. Yeah, like, why is there, like, white people here teaching and mm-hmm. stuff like that? You know, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think for me, when I first started teaching here, I guess it's been 11 years now. When I first started teaching here, I didn't really know hardly anything about Native culture. And as you guys know, it's not just the kids from Arizona. There's kids from all over the country. So you think in your mind, oh, yeah, well, they're all Native, but they're all, all the areas are really different in... Sometimes in their values can vary differently and how they act and the things they say. And uh, it's taken me a long time to kind of get used to where the different students are coming from and to appreciate the different cultures, I think. But for me, I think it's just a great opportunity to learn more uh, about 
the country that I live in. Um, I also think that it's um, one of those things that's um, been really impactful for me is just building relationships with students that have lasted beyond high school. You know, I have students that keep in touch with me who text me and be like, hey, Rob, I'm going through this thing. I need, need your advice on it. And so for me, that's kind of what being a teacher is really more about, is about building relationships, because most of my students aren't going to go on to study science at college. Most of them aren't going to go on to be, you know, chemists or physicists or mathematicians. And so it's like, well, you know, I think the science is cool and I like teaching it. But really, it's more about like building relationships with kids and, um, you know, making them feel appreciated and valued and cared for. That's kind of been the big thing for me. You're also a uh, basketball coach, aren't you? Yeah. So, you know, it's been a couple of years since my kids have been little. I think one of the things that I want to really model for my students is what it's like to be um, disciplined um, and committed and hardworking as a as a spouse, as a husband, and as a father. Um, and so one of the reasons why I stepped away from coaching, even though it was one of my favorite things about you know working here at the school, is just having that time to spend with my, my kids um, at home while they're little, building those relationships with my kids um, and being there uh, for my wife, too, to, you know, do the things around the house that need to be done. Um, and so I hope that just by observing how I've structured my life, that kids would take some of those lessons so that when they leave, you know, whatever that's like for them, whether it's getting married or staying single or having kids or not having kids, they, they would have an example of something to look at. How many kids do you have? We've got three kids now. You Would you want four? Yeah, I've been asked that a lot since my third one's been <laughs> born. Uh, I'm not going to say no in that my wife and I haven't made any permanent surgical procedure decisions to not have any more you know, I want children. Eight, you know I want eight children one day? That's a like, lot of kids, Dan. Start with one. That's what I always <laughs> tell kids. But like, not till like I'm 27 or 28. That's, Good that's, luck with that, Dan. That's, that's all I'm going to say. But the lowest I will go is five. But uh, my children, I want it all by the same mother. I don't want to deal with baby mama drama. I've seen that a lot. I really don't want to deal with that. It's kind of a handful if you ask me. Yeah, about, yeah. About, I would start with one <laughs> and then not set any like hard boundaries or numbers on yourself. Start with one. See how it goes. What if it's twins? Well, then start with two, I guess. <laughs> that would be pretty rare. You're not a twin, are you? No, 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 no. Is your mom or dad a twin? No, 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 no. Then that would be very, very rare for you to... No, I'm talking about girl-wise, you know, what if... Yeah, there could be twins on... on How about triplets? Yeah, that's incredibly rare. That's incredibly scary. Very, very rare. So anyway, (laughs) Beans, to answer your question, yeah, I feel great about teaching here. I don't have any intentions on leaving um, anytime soon. Um, I think I want to be prepared for whatever comes next for me, but that's not in the near future. And I don't see myself working as a teacher anywhere else but here if i did something else it would be you know being a counselor or being a therapist or something maybe but still working with at-risk youth i think yeah it's uh you'll be here when uh, my little brother comes here <laughs> uh, what, what grade is he in he's like i think he's like in 
like barely like first or I'm, yeah like first or second I forgot. Okay, well I've got like seven years <laughs> left until <laughs> he gets up here. You think Chamawa changed since he started here eleven years ago? Oh yeah, yeah. I think it's kind of been cyclical because I think when I first started here, kids were nasty. What do you mean nasty? Like just really angry and mean and like I had kids like threatened to like hurt me like Go. physically. Oh my gosh. That's, that's um, like routinely, else. and what did you do when yeah, you like, were in right, that situation? You can head to the office then. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, oh geez. But kids have gotten more friendly, I think, in general, and appreciate being at the school more. Um, and especially yeah. this last year, man, I can't believe how good the students have been, just behavior-wise. Um, bing bong. Hey, bing bong. It's but oh, okay. as, leak, as you were saying, Mr. Rob. Yeah, I think that um, just behavior-wise, you guys have been tremendous. So it's made coming back to school, like, being online was among the more depressing things I've experienced in my life. Yeah. How did just from a professional standpoint, because it was like, man, everything I love about being a teacher, you know, hanging out with you guys, making pancakes, making podcasts, <laughs> all the things that I love to do, you just couldn't do online and now that you guys are back the pancakes you make are really nice the you know when the first time you know when the first time when you when you like made some pancakes for us when we were watching like i think it was a short video about science uh, unless it was something else i couldn't remember though but i do i do remember you in this room are like you know we're in this science room and you told us like, yeah we're gonna have some pancakes and i saw and i didn't believe you at first and then you pulled it up and i was like what i was like no way and then you gave it to us, and I was like, dude, that's totally sick. And then I think the favorite one is uh, chocolate chip. And I chocolate always, chip. And I always ask, and I'm just like, yo, Rob, you got some chocolate chip pancakes? Are you mm-hmm. going to make some pancakes again? <laughs> Do you miss your old high school students? Um, yeah, I miss my students when they leave. But, you know, that's part of the circle of life, right? You get students as ninth graders, hopefully. They come in when they're freshmen. Sometimes kids come in when they're sophomores or juniors, but, you know, you get to know them, and then you realize, well, this is a four-year deal, hopefully. Hopefully I'll get to know you for four years and then send you on your way with some skills. Deuces. I actually have another question. Yeah, go um, for it. How did um, COVID um, impact your way of living in uh, like just one day, you're just not told to come to work just because of COVID, and you know you follow your daily routine. Get here, get ready, get ready for your students, do your lesson, and follow up with each hour, and then go home. You know, did it ever like bother you and make you really into this deep depression that like you really miss your students? And you know, when you came back, most of them graduated. I mean, half of them graduated, and then you know, just the senior or the freshmen who were here. Are finally seniors, and it's crazy to see that you know some of us has grown up. Uh, well, well, my real question is, how did it? You know, how did you feel about the impact of COVID hitting really hard and not seeing us for two years and attending school online? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. I think for me, the thing that made me feel the most sad was the kids that graduated in 2020. Um, they started in my core skills class when they were ninth graders. So I'd had them in my same core skills class for four years. So some of them I've been seeing every single school day for four years straight. 
And then, you know, like you said, Beans, we just came to school and we're like, nope, kids are going home. <laughs> so I remember I drove some kids back to Spokane. I was like, okay, well, hopefully we'll see you guys after after spring break. Hopefully this COVID thing is like a few-week thing. That's what everyone was kind of thinking. So I was like, oh, well, at least I'll see you for graduation. But then, you know, those kids who I'd been working with for four years, I didn't even get to see them graduate. So that to me was like the biggest thing that made me the most most sad. But having kids back on campus has kind of revived my my faith a little bit, I guess. Yeah, you know, as I, I noticed that like some of the students, you know, that that are new saw us talking to you, you know, they notice our reactions and how we talk to you. You know, they're like, you know, how like saying, hey, Mr. Rob, what's up? You know, they, you know, from, from their perspective, from our, you know, observing us guys, mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, they caught on to you right away and they're like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, this guy, he's like, he's not like the other teachers, you know, you know, not get mad right away and, you know, just to give you a fair warning at first and, you know, just letting you know that you're a really cool guy. And that's all I feel about that. <laughs> they Mr. Rob. Thanks, Beans. Hello, Rob. I'm uh, dip out this um, podcast. And whomever is listening, thanks for listening to the end or to me. And don't forget to subscribe to Daniel, a.k.a. Mr. D. All right. Thanks for being here, Dan. Woo! That was a really uh, champ, champ podcast with Daniel. <laughs> All right, Beans, any final thoughts for the podcast? Well, you know, all I got to say is um, regardless of who you are and what you're doing, um, just keep your mindset on what you're going to do and chase it. And like, like how I've been telling people before, like, you know, I use skateboarding as an example. You know, if you fall... If you fall down, you get back up, try it again, and try it again. You know, keep going until you, you land it, and you know you succeed. And no matter how hard it gets on you, just you got to keep pushing forward and keep going with what you're going, and keep your mindset straight on, and you'll be there. Great words from Jonathan R. Good Beans. Beans, I'm proud of you. You've worked really hard to get to this point, and I'm looking forward to seeing you graduate in the springtime. Mind if we uh, do another podcast before I dip so I can uh, tell them about my journey since, you know, this time? Maybe we'll check back in with you later on before graduation. Yeah, it'd, it'd be really nice to, uh, you know, talk about it. All right. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, talk to you later. If you want to keep up with the podcast, subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Also on the interwebs, mrrobison.weebly.com, m-r-r-o-b-i-s-o-n.weebly.com. Or feel free to shoot us an email, theheyhowdypod at gmail.com. Our theme music was recorded by Robert James and Kyrell Moose. We look forward to seeing you later on down the trail. Bye. Hey, oh, hey, oh, hey, oh.
Hey! 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 Hey!